Hi, this is Dr. Leslie Mosier. On today's episode of Boz and Bleats, I am here with Dr. Mike Passato from Mississippi State. Mike, would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Thanks, Leslie. So I am Dr. Mike Passato. I am a 2015 graduate of Mississippi State University. Uh, I had the kind of privilege to go up to the University of Pennsylvania following graduation and do my internship and residency, and I stuck around for about five years uh, at UPenn, and I uh, got board certified with the American Board of Veterinary Practitioners, and in 2020, I came back to Mississippi State and started as faculty here in the section of food animal uh, medicine and surgery. So I am now an ambulatory primarily clinician, so I'm out on the road the majority of the time with uh, Shocker, special interest in small ruminants, um, and I've had the Another privilege of being involved with AASRP and serving as an emerging leader a couple years ago, um, which then kind of helped me get more involved in committees and working on the college liaison committee, as well as the research committee and uh, budget committee. So I am really excited to be here to speak with Leslie today about some of the student activities that uh, we've been able to kind of get together through AASRP. Yeah, thank you, Mike. We're so happy to have you, and thank you for all your contributions that you have made and are continuing to make um, for us and with us with AASRP. Um, so our first question, um, I would like for you to talk to us about the AASRP Student Symposium um, that you kind of helped bring into fruition. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I, I was chosen as an emerging leader in, gosh, it was now the year before this past year, so I guess two years ago now, and I was tasked with coming up with a um, project that would benefit students through AASRP, and my partner, Dr. Caitlin Minacho, and I decided that we wanted something that was going to focus on small ruminants and be very educational for the students. We have uh, the honor of kind of having a joint conference with AABP, uh, which is amazing. It's a great conference, and there's awesome CE there that AASRP sponsors and brings speakers to talk about, but nothing really student-focused in terms of our conference setup. And so one of the things that Caitlin and I discussed was doing some kind of event. And of course, we uh, were serving as emerging, emerging leaders kind of in the, the peak of COVID. So there wasn't really the opportunity to do any kind of in-person activity. And the more we discussed it, the more we realized that we might reach a broader audience by utilizing virtual platforms, which is something obviously that the coronavirus has shown us works very well. And we kind of discussed having a virtual student symposium for uh, students across the nation that are interested in small ruminant practice, small ruminant medicine, and learning about different uh, aspects of small ruminant practice and, and have speakers speak to them through a virtual platform. So we decided to get it off the ground that year. It was a little uh, flying by the seat of our pants. We had a, a great support network from AASRP. Our um, board was extremely supportive and uh, helped us kind of navigate some things, give us some ideas, and we were able to take that and form a um, essentially 
symposium that our first symposium mostly consisted of Dr. Manacho and myself speaking, uh, primarily because we didn't want to put a lot of pressure uh, on uh, any other veterinarians or ask any other veterinarians to, um, you know, speak. It was a bit short notice because we were trying to put it together for the spring and we were entering the end of the fall semester. So we kind of just went for it with the two of us being the primary speakers. Dr. Virginia Fate had, uh, helped us out um, by doing a, a talk about small ruminant medications, which was really, really helpful. And we did a lot of kind of interaction with the students, um, holding what you, I guess, like a little Zoom party where we had students kind of break off into uh, two different rooms, Dr. Minato leading one and my, myself leading the other. And it went off pretty well. Uh, we had, I think, close to 100 students in attendance the first year. And that was... Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Was, Your first was, year. For, yeah, right? Like, for the first year, it was... We didn't know what to expect, right? So we kind of thought, maybe we'll have 20 people that want to participate. Um, but I think what's really, really cool is that there's a ton of interest in small ruminants coming from our students that are coming up through veterinary schools across the nation. And uh, I love that as a small ruminant enthusiast and somebody who loves teaching about small ruminants. So it was overwhelmingly positive having that many people in participation and and we had a really great question and answer session with uh, other professionals that were uh, there. So myself and Dr. Manacho and then Dr. Kelly Stilbrook was there. And we had uh, several other faculty members from the universities that logged on to participate in kind of our, our virtual Zoom party where students could ask questions and, and pick people's brains, um, which is great. So a lot of support, a lot of help from our colleagues to kind of get it off the ground. And it was a big success. And one of the kind of resounding comments that I received um, from the, the feedback, Dr. Manasher and I received from the feedback, was that they wanted it again. So um, I was overjoyed by that. I, I wanted this to become an annual event. Um, I figured with, this, with a, a virtual platform, a virtual setup, it's we already have a Zoom account, so it's it's not really costing us a lot of money. It's not like we're having to host, you know, a, a big conference or anything. So it, it was right. something that wasn't a lot of financial input. And so I thought, well, great, let's uh, let's do it again. If we get approval from the board to go ahead and move forward with doing it again, let's do it. And they said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, the board said yes. Um, and that's that's wonderful to hear, um, especially considering how many conferences and um, educational opportunities there are out there. But most of those, uh, like you said, are focused for post-graduation um, or recent graduation students. Um, so nothing specifically for students that are interested in small ruminants while they're in school, because as we all know, the different universities have a little bit different specialities. So um, this is a yeah. unique way to kind of get everybody together um, to talk about the same topic that everybody's interested in, regardless regardless of their background. So thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it, it was great because it the I was able to get involved following this with the College Liaison Committee, which... Uh, Dr. Moser, you are a, a member as well, which is wonderful. Um, and you and Dr. Lowry, Sarah Lowry and myself, 
uh, were able to kind of start making contacts with all of the vet schools across the nation to establish a better stronghold of AASRP presence in the vet school itself. And that has actually helped uh, information dissemination. And so getting more people on board and understanding what we want to accomplish uh, with AASRP. And through that, I feel that, you know, this last year's conference was even more well attended diversification of schools. I think we ended up having like 80 people attend this past year's symposium. Um, but there were people from universities that were not represented the year before. So it was really nice to have people kind of more students having access to AASRP material and having access to an educational event like this with the work that we were able to do on the College Liaison Committee. And this last year's conference, we were able to include more speakers. So um, Dr. Minaccio came back and spoke. Um, she's a private practitioner in Florida, which was uh, wonderful because she's started her own private practice. Uh, Dr. Moser, you spoke, which was really great um, and much appreciated and very well received. The students loved your talk. Um, Dr. Sarah Lowry gave a talk. We had some um, really excellent speakers uh, that have been practicing for a very long time that were able to come and speak, like Dr. Joe Bowen. So it was just um, really, really awesome to be able to bring other clinicians into this um, symposium and, and open it up to other veterinarians because I definitely don't want to be the only speaker at a conference. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, yeah, not not gonna so lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was definitely a little uh, a little imposter syndrome hit me when um, I was asked to speak. So especially considering who else you had speaking, um, but I was very glad and very thankful for the opportunity and really enjoyed getting to see the students and just kind of brought me back and reminded me of you know when I was uh, when I was a student at UT and um, some of the opportunities that I had and. Um, clinicians and doctors that took some time to answer questions and stuff. So it was really nice to be able to pay that forward in a um, little bit different, more unique way with uh, the Zoom thing. Oh, yeah. It was so appreciated, too, to have great, we had great perspectives. We had people that were in practice for a very long time, uh, owned their own practice, kind of saw veterinary medicine, especially small ruminant veterinary medicine, evolve over time. And then we had some excellent young practitioners that were able to share some tips for our soon-to-be graduates on how to manage starting a practice or being involved in your own practice, which is just so well-received by the students. There was nothing but positive praise for our speakers who came and talked, and it was it was really awesome to kind of have that um, you know, ability to showcase the diversity that we have in terms of of the experiences that our clinicians have have taken, and one of the cool things we were able to do was have a, a panel of professionals that we did during this, which was one of the the feedback points that I got from the students after the first symposium. They wanted to have a panel with veterinarians that did small ruminant work in different fields, and so. Um, towards the end of the symposium this past year, we had a panel of professionals. And basically what I did, I actually polled the uh, listserv 
And I was just so impressed with the amount of veterinarians that stepped up and were like, I want to be, I would love to be involved in this. This is my background. This is what I do. Um, we had people that were doing things with research, with government work, with private practice, with academia. Um, it was a really cool experience. We had people that were representing Canada, the Caribbean and the United States. Um, and it was just very uplifting to have so many veterinary professionals come forward with that kind of call to uh, attend and participate. And they were just very excited to interact with the students. And they did such an amazing job with presenting their kind of backstory and then answering questions, because that's basically what it was. We just They just fielded questions from students that were kind of coming down the line. So I was, um, it, we have a great community in AASRP, uh, with our colleagues that, that really allows for us to continue to do things like this. Because like I said, I, I can't do it alone. It's great having, having my colleagues there to, um, give some more perspective on this wonderful, you know, profession that we're all in. Yeah. And I think that's something that definitely we need to remind the students, um, you know, myself as a solo practitioner, um, you know, it's really nice for me to go to, um, you know, obviously conferences and stuff as much as I can. Um, but things like this, where it's a, you know, it's a simple Zoom meeting, um, but getting to communicate and see other practitioners and kind of talk about how things are going, um, and really get that community involvement, um, really lights your fire back up again. So, that's another thing for our students, you know, as you're going through, as you're graduating, you're going into practice, you know, know that you're not out there by yourself. Absolutely. You've got lots of resources to lean on. Um, you know, I know Mike and myself, we're here for you guys. If you have any questions, um, feel free to reach out to us through ASRP or ABP or yes. <laughs> Mississippi State. Uh, uh, there's lots of ways to get in touch with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so that that's really important to know through and and how gets you fired up after you've been out and you've kind of been in the trenches for a couple of years to see the excitement from the students um and it kind of relights that fire for you so you can keep going and uh enjoy what you're doing even more so that's wonderful you guys you students do a lot for us as practitioners as well so Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree. You know, it's something that it's one of the reasons I love working with students. I just feel like uh, it's really cool to kind of see the bright young minds that are coming behind us <laughs> that are going to, you know, continue to improve this profession and, and seeing some of the questions that they have and, and some of the um, thoughts that they're having as they're getting ready to go out into this great profession and, and practice. It's it's really cool to have that and, and being on Zoom, it's free for them, which is great because <laughs> as a student, they don't, you know, it's, it's hard when you, you're not making really any money as you go to vet school. So it's nice to be offer that we offer this as kind of like a free educational and networking kind of bonding event. So that's been really cool to be able to do. Yeah, that's definitely awesome to be able to utilize that because. I know when you and I were going through vet school and quite have those same opportunities, it was, exactly. you know, you had to meet in person and that can be a little intimidating when 
you know, you see somebody like Dr. <laughs> Dr. Meredith Jones uh, exactly. up on stage. You really want to say hi, but you're, <laughs> you're a little nervous. So um, I love that you brought up Dr. Jones. It's a little less intimidating on Zoom. And that, that's what, that's a personal experience. I remember a couple of years ago, I was like yep. sweating before I went to talk to her. <laughs> I have been myself to Dr. Meredith Jones. I hope she listens to this. Uh, yes. She knows yes. my, she knows my love of her. I think she's the most just amazing speaker. So yeah, that I agree. And, and the Zoom, you're right. And I love that the Zoom platform does kind of make the barrier a little bit less, you know, not that, not that any of these people that we admire are putting up any barriers themselves, but the, you know, the just kind of celebrity that follows them in our minds, because to me, <laughs> Dr. Meredith Jones is a celebrity, you know, um, but oh, sure. it, yeah. And the, <clears throat> so I love that the Zoom platform does allow for maybe people that are a little bit uncomfortable with talking um, in person to somebody to be able to communicate back and forth and and maybe even show, hey, look, I'm sitting in my living room. You know, I'm a person, so it's <laughs> you know, I'm not in a in exactly. A <laughs> yeah, it's it's just way more um, kind of low key, which is which is nice for for a student kind of perspective, I think. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed that. And I, I even stayed on and watched, um, part of the symposium after my part was done, just so I could kind of hang out in the background. And I, you know, as a practitioner, enjoyed, enjoyed just getting to watch the interactions. So um, that was really nice too. Um, do you have anything else that you have planned for, um, or when is, when is the, the 2023 symposium going to happen? Um, right now, uh, one of the really cool things about becoming, and for those of you students that are uh, first and second years maybe that are listening or even third years, um, if you are really interested in getting involved in AASRP early as a student, we do have the opportunity for you to be a uh, student representative for your college. And I've had the distinct pleasure of getting to know the kind of 35 or 6 odd uh, student representatives that we have from the United States, Canada, and um, the Caribbean. And I'm currently working with them right now. I have a, a survey monkey out to them because this is a symposium for students, and I want student feedback. So right now, I'm trying to plan the best time uh, for the conference to happen. It's probably going to be either either mid-March, late March, or early April. Um, I think late March is winning right now on the survey monkey. So um, we're going to do it most likely, again, on a Saturday, and most likely kind of a similar time frame where we start in the morning around 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, have a little break for lunch, and we go until probably about 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I'm polling the audience right now of my uh, student representatives to see what kind of speakers they would really be interested in nabbing. Um, I know what's really nice is, again, I, I know that my colleagues um, are really willing to participate and help with this. So uh, I, I've asked them if they have anyone in particular that they would like to hear speak. So if there's somebody that, you know, like we just talked about how wonderful Dr. Meredith Jones is, if there's somebody that they feel the same way about that they want to hear um, come and speak. I would love to get in contact with those people so that we can have uh, who the students kind of want to hear. So right now, the tentative plan is probably going to be about late March on a Saturday with an official date coming very soon. 
Um, and we are going to host uh, a number of speakers and probably have an interactive event as well with the symposium, uh, whether it be a panel or whether it be a kind of networking room scenario where we are able to kind of chat and, and talk more. Um, and we're going to hopefully have a good turnout again, like we've had the last couple of years. Like I said, feedback from last year again was let's do it. Uh, one of the questions I put on the survey every year so far has been, would you like to see this event happen again? And overwhelming all of the responses are yes. So uh, I'm very enthused by that. I think it's something really cool that the students um, are, are continuing to ask for. And I know personally just seeing students, working with students, that the interest is there to, to come and attend and, and learn more. So I'm, I'm very excited to host it again this year. It is happening in 2023. Um, so look out for an update here soon, probably with it by the end of the month with an official date. Um, and those of you who are fantastic speakers, keep your uh, eyes peeled for an email you may be hearing from me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's that's so exciting. And I love how much um, you really put into this and how you can just tell how excited you are about this event. And you make sure that it's a hundred percent about the students and what topics that they want to hear, because that is probably different than um, people that have been out or been exactly. out for varying amounts of time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so that's wonderful that, you know, this is a student symposium and they get to pick <laughs> yeah, pretty much absolutely. all the topics they want to hear about. So that's, exactly. that's really great. And, a very unique situation with this. Um, so thank you, Mike, for putting this together for us. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me and, and talking about it. I think it's this is great that you're going to put it out on Boss and Bleats and then more people can hear about it. So I, I really appreciate you asking me to chat today. No, it's great. We're great to have you. Um, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon. Uh, do you have any closing remarks you'd like to leave us with? You know, I just, I just want to say being a part of AASRP is a really cool experience and being, um, really involved with students is awesome. And I hope that the passion and enthusiasm that we all have, that Dr. Moser, myself and, and all of our, my colleagues at AASRP will inspire those students when they graduate to stick with us <laughs> and continue to be active members in this organization because this is an organ. This is the only organization in the United States that's really focused on, uh, in Canada, that's focused on small ruminants and small ruminant professionals. So um, I encourage all of my um, recent grads or soon-to-be graduates or students um, or even gra people that graduated a long time ago that aren't members to become and stay members of AASRP. Um, it's a great organization with really great people at the helm. And I think that we're making uh, a big difference in, in terms of small ruminant practice. I would have to agree with all of that. So thank you so much. And we will see you later. Thank you.